Some of you might be familiar with a California-based shoe company called Tom's. It has a buy-one-give-one business model. That is, Tom's promises to give one pair of new shoes to a needy child somewhere for every pair purchased by consumers. The company says it's given away two million pairs of shoes this way. Tom's is the subject of an investigation by reporter Amy Costello. She was the world's Africa correspondent for many years. She's now anchoring a podcast called Tiny Spark, igniting debate about the business of doing good. Its latest installment is about Tom's and how the company works. The model is based on the idea of harnessing the power of consumers who want to do good with their purchases. So with the buy one, give one model, and in the case of Tom's Shoes, for instance, if you buy a pair of their shoes... They promise to give a pair to a child in need. And this model has been so successful with Tom's that it's inspired lots of other entrepreneurs to try similar business models. In the case of Tom's Shoes, it is a private for-profit company, so details are difficult to get. But if they have sold 2 million pairs of shoes at an average of $50 a pair, uh, they're a $100 million company at least. Now, listeners who know about Tom's Shoes may know about uh, Tom's Shoes founder, Blake McCoskey. Tell us a bit about him and his ideas. Blake has really been celebrated as uh, quite a successful entrepreneur in recent years since he launched Tom's Shoes. He's a 35-year-old. He is often hailed as being someone who, from a very young age, he's already started several successful uh, launches of startup companies. Uh, Tom's obviously being his most successful. And about 10 years ago, he appeared as Mr. Tennessee in Fox Television's America's Sexiest Bachelor. He was then mm. in uh, The Amazing Race with his sister Paige. So I kind of portray a guy who's really always been after the media spotlight and is clearly really enjoying his time in the media spotlight now with Tom's shoes. So what did you find out about who these shoes are actually going to? The first place I started with was Tom's own website. And one thing that's readily apparent is that many children who are receiving Tom's shoes already have shoes of their own. You can see that in the photographs. So that raises the question for me is if there are lots of children in need, why are children getting their second pair of shoes from Tom's? And I think, you know, to a lot of people, that's fine. And I, and I agree. I think it's a wonderful thing if children can have one, more than one pair of shoes. That's not the issue for me. It's just that if they are going to be giving thousands and thousands of shoes to children who already have them, then I think their marketing message needs to be a little different because then you're not really reaching the world's neediest children. Now, you spoke with uh, Laura Fresky at New York University's Development Research Institute. Here are some of her worries. I'm concerned that Tom sort of creates the impression that there are no shoes to be purchased (laughs) in some of these communities, when in fact there are vibrant local economies and many of these places where they're giving shoes. It's important to acknowledge that in some cases the buy one, give one model practiced this way could be harmful to those local producers and sellers. Amy, you spent a lot of time looking at the people who actually give out Tom's shoes in the field. What did you find out about these giving partners? What I discovered after kind of hunting and pecking around Tom's own site was that they had partnered with a number of secular organizations over the years. But I immediately noticed the number of Christian evangelical organizations that Tom has partnered with. They've partnered with at least eight different evangelical organizations around the world to distribute their shoes. And what I found in some instances is that some of these evangelical partners are 
bringing the message of Jesus during shoe distributions, which is against Tom's policy. Tom says it's a non-political, non-religious organization, and that in some instances, children may be receiving shoes because they go to Christian schools. I found instances in Rwanda where missionaries from Arkansas came to distribute 6,000 pairs of Tom shoes and only distributed within one Christian evangelical diocese in northern Rwanda. They went to one school that was not in the diocese. So what this raises for me is the question of, are children who are in need but who are not attending Christian schools, who are not affiliated with Christian organizations, also getting shoes? And? And I don't know the answer to that because it's impossible to know where all two million shoes have gone. And I have repeatedly asked Toms for response to the questions that I raise in my piece. I've asked them for uh, interviews and uh, have been denied. So I would love some more information from Toms about their evangelical partners and if they are ever in violation of Toms' company policy about shoe distributions, what actions are being taken, if any. Amy, good to speak with you. Thanks a lot. Marco, thank you. For more on Amy Costello's investigation into Tom's, listen to her podcast, Tiny Spark. We have a link at theworld.org. We requested an interview with Tom's officials. They declined, but they did send a statement expressing their disappointment that Amy Costello's investigations did not include interviews with Tom's giving partners or supporters. It also noted that Tom's is a secular company. The full statement is also at theworld.org.